My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. Super exciting uh, interview ahead of us. The guest I'm bringing on, Bethany Dodson. She is a yoga therapist and relationship coach. She helps women realize their self-worth, release stress, anxiety, and find more love in life. She's also the host of Break the Cycle with Bethany Dodson podcast. So welcome to the show, Bethany. Thanks so much for taking the time of your day. I'm really excited for what we have in store for us. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you. Yes, my pleasure. So do you mind, Bethany, you know, kind of filling in, in those gaps and taking us a little bit back and telling us about your journey? How did you get to where you are today? Great question. Um, so uh, I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. So I got to, to where I am today. Um, more or less through my own relationship trauma. So more specifically, I help women, professional women, um, heal after narcissistic abuse and heal the pattern of attracting emotionally unavailable partners because of their own unhealed childhood trauma or past relationship trauma that they haven't gotten over yet. So I came to do what I'm doing now through my own bad relationship experiences. So back in 2000. So I started doing yoga in 2002 for anxiety. I was in college, double majoring, working full-time, trying to pay my bills. And I was complete, I was like having panic attacks. And my counselor at the time said, I think you should get on medicine, antidepressants, anti-anxiety. I was like, no, I'm going to do yoga. So I started doing yoga, did that for like 10 years, moved to LA, became certified to teach yoga in Los Angeles. And then I quickly realized like I want to do more with it than just tell people what to do with their bodies. Because I think like the physical practice of yoga is great, but like it didn't heal me just physically. It really healed me mentally and emotionally. So I trained to become a yoga therapist and I specialized in trauma recovery because that was my story. So uh, I had a private practice in 2015 where I was seeing clients one-to-one, but at the same time, I was also in a narcissistic relationship. And I kept attracting a lot of women, primarily because I was working from a yoga studio and like that was the core clientele were professional women. But I was attracting a lot of private clients that were professional women who were out of divorce or thinking about leaving their husbands or were dating unhealthy men. And that was like the theme that I kept pulling into my private practice. And so Fast forward three years, I break up with, I finally leave my ex. I moved to Florida because I needed a clean slate and I needed to remove the uh, chance that I would go back to him because I had gone back to him so many times. It was, it was an addiction. So it's like, I am moving 1800 miles away. I'm, there's, I'm removing all opportunity for me to go back to you. And when I moved here, uh, I really wanted to do something bigger with the work. I wasn't really satisfied just seeing people one-to-one. It was draining for me emotionally. I didn't at the time have skills to uh, 
uh, hold space for people without me losing myself in that. So I was working with a business coach at the time and our, she kind of started me on the online business model and our contract ended and I was going to renew with her. And she said, no, I actually think you need to work with, um, a guy named Russ Rafino who owns clients on demand. And I was like, Oh, I've heard of him before. Like, so I, I, I began working with him and the rest is history. And, uh, I started an online program at a 12 week, um, trauma recovery program that I walk my clients through step-by-step and, um, yeah. And, uh, doing my podcast now just started that this year the next step is take over the world. <laughs> I love it. Bethany, thank you so much for taking the time to share, you know, a little bit of your story. It's it's most relatable when people do do that, right? Because I know that we have people listening that can relate and that's what I'm looking for. So amazing. Now, tell me a little bit about, you know, you did touch on your business. Now, do you want to just also dive into, you know, the services and how you deliver them? Is it yeah. through the podcast? Is it through on? Um, yeah, tell tell me a little. So, bit about that. so my main uh, branch of services is through my online program. So I have a um, an online twelve uh, week program that I run, and I run paid traffic into a webinar, and then we book a phone call, a discovery call, and then decide whether or not that person's a fit, and then we enroll them or we don't enroll them. Um, so that's my main my main avenue, my main lane. The podcast came about because I was already doing a lot of Facebook lives and live content delivery. And why not just take that and make it a podcast because I'm already creating once a week anyway. Why not turn that into a podcast and expand my reach to people who maybe are not following me on social media? So that has been a newer addition, the podcast aspect. Amazing. Um, Based on the podcast, I guess we can just kind of cover one of the questions I had is, you know, do you feel that like, like you mentioned, you know, you're reaching people that aren't on social media or maybe aren't following you on social media. Um, How do you feel about those connections that you meet throughout podcasting? Like, opening up globally? Like, how do you, how do you feel that affects the business? I really feel like that, uh, gets me like, I just, I feel like that makes such a greater impact. Um, because in many ways I feel limited. I feel limited on who I can reach through just running Facebook ads. Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, I've, I've had clients that have found me through me being guests on other podcasts. They're like, Oh, I listened to this person. I've been following this person for years and you were on her podcast. So, uh, and having a global reach would be incredible because there are so many people that struggle with this problem and, you know, don't know what to do about it, go to therapy. They still don't feel better after years of therapy, or they still get into unhealthy relationships. So I think there are many, 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 many people I work with women, but men also suffer with this who need help. And my goal with the podcast is to, you know, I'm all about if I can help somebody shift their thinking and change their perspective and get out of a victim identity and start realizing that they can make different choices, even if they're 50 or 60 and they've never had a healthy relationship and just start shifting their perspective 
um, that can, that alone can be life-changing. hundred uh, percent. I think what you're doing is incredible. And the fact that you can do it through podcasting now, like the connections are just endless globally. Yeah. So it's great because like, just like you said, you know, there's, there's, besides social media, there's a whole nother like world out there that's not following you that you, or that aren't yet, or don't even, aren't even aware of what you offer. And, you know, you can reach them through podcasting and then, then obviously they'll follow you on social media and stuff. So it's just great with a podcast. I mean, do you do a lot of interviews and some solos or do you do a little bit of both or one or the other? Right now it's just me solo. My goal Mm -hmm. is to have past clients come on and give their um, case study and uh, then eventually moving into expert interviews with other people who are also in this field of work, but maybe they're a psychotherapist, maybe they're a published author. Um, Yeah. And giving their perspective. Yeah. That's so exciting. And I know that your podcast is so new, so it's exciting to see where it's going to go. So do you mind diving in one of the topics that topics that we mentioned earlier, you know, how entrepreneurism helped you heal your trauma? Do you want to kind of dive in there? Yeah. So I feel like for me, um, before I started my business, uh, I was just kind of coasting more or less. Like I had some private clients, I was doing other freelancing work online, but I wasn't really, I wasn't really going for it. And I wasn't really going for it because I was afraid. I was afraid of rejection. I was afraid of failure. I was afraid of what if I'm not good enough? I don't have the Mm -hmm. credentials. I'm not good. Like all of the, I'm not enoughness, which is what, ironically, um, not ironically held me back in my relationships, right? I'm not good enough. So I'm going to attract a partner who also doesn't feel good enough about himself and who has abusive tendencies. So when I started investing in coaching and mentorship, and I'd had like 12 years of talk therapy, and it was really when I invested in coaching for my business that ironically that mind, and it, it was more around the mindset coaching that really helped me shift my emotional state on a daily basis to where I wasn't living in so much fear. And basically when people are living in fear, they're living in a fight or flight response. Their fight or flight uh, response is turned on all the time. What, what if I um, make an offer to this person and they tell me, no, what if I, um, say this to a coaching client and they get pissed off at me. What if I do this? So I ha- before I was living in all of these, like, what if, like, what could go wrong scenarios? And I wasn't taking risks that I needed to take uh, to get me where I wanted to go. And by number one, getting the coaching that helped me see, wait, I am the log jam in this issue. It's not like, there, I'm attracting the wrong people. It's not like the leads are not good or like, I can't, like these people are not coachable. It's really all boils down to like, what am I doing that's co-creating this? So that was the first thing. And then the second thing was just continuously putting myself in the place to get rejected. I have complex trauma from my childhood. I spent a large portion of my life avoiding rejection by staying in bad relationships. So 
by constantly putting myself into a position where I can be rejected in my business by potential clients, making sales calls, enrollment calls. I mean, that's helped me. That's helped me tremendously in terms of my confidence level. And yeah. Incredible. And with the trauma that you've gone through, how did you use it to build the business of your dreams? I know you touched on there, but do you mind diving in even a little bit deeper? Yeah. So I didn't really know, like I wanted to be an actor for like so many years. I mean, I moved to Los Angeles because I was like, oh, I want to make it. I want to, I wanted to make an impact on people. And I knew that whenever I saw a great movie, like I would talk about it for days. It would like impact my life. And I wanted to do that for other people. And at the time acting was kind of like my therapeutic outlet. It it gave me the space and the freedom to express myself emotionally without fear of somebody being mad or like upsetting. It, It gave me the safe container to like really explore my emotions. But after doing that in Los Angeles for a number of years and repeatedly getting, and like the rejection there is brutal. Um, I started teaching yoga and I started having private clients. I started becoming yoga therapist. And I was like, oh, I can have an impact. I can make an impact on somebody not being an actor. So I think the drive for me to always want to impact somebody and change somebody led me here and the last relationship that I was in uh led me here that was a really unhealthy addictive situation and I you know it was that that kind of like woke me up like hey I really need to change a lot of things about myself and the clients that I started attracting in my private practice like all of it just kind of culminated and I was like, what if I could help somebody who was stuck where I was stuck and they feel hopeless. They feel like they can't move forward. They feel like they're never going to date again. They feel like they're never going to have a great relationship or constantly feeling what's wrong with me. Like I lived there for years and it's not fun. So if I can help them move out of that faster and shift their mindset and heal that trauma response faster than just talking about it for years because I spent 12 years doing that that's the best thing that I could do I love that's a long-winded answer no that's good though um I mean definitely not alone and I think it's incredible that you're using your past traumas to help others today you know because you've been you've gone through it yourself so uh, you know how hard it can be right so yeah amazing Tell me a little bit about, you know, as my other, my audience, you know, they probably have some relatable challenges, but what would you say some of the biggest coaching challenges are today? In terms of coaching clients? It could be in terms of getting uh, leads. It could be in terms of like the business in general, um, finding, finding the right leads to work with, um, anything really. Yeah. So I think the first thing in terms of coaching, like challenges that coaches experience, I would say number one or well, a couple of things. Number one, confidence, like confidence, lacking the confidence that they can actually do it. 
Um, cause that was a big hang up for me for many, 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 many years. And it kept me stuck. I had friends that were like 10 or 15 years ago, I think you should be a coach. I'm like, no, why, why would I coach people? Um, so lack of confidence would be number one. Can I really help somebody get changed? Secondary mm-hmm. to that, I, I do see coaches that are not, I do think there needs to be more trauma-informed practices or policies in place in coaching, period. Because I do think while coaches are well-intentioned, sometimes the coaching style is very surfacey, like giving advice to somebody rather than digging deeper and finding out what the root issue is. And then so many people have trauma, like, and so many people have trauma. They're like, Oh no, I had a great childhood. I mean, my dad was an alcoholic, but I mean, it was great. It was healthy. And they don't understand really that that's like emotional trauma and that's going to impact you. And that's going to impact the choices that you're making in your business. And so I think there are a lot of coaches that mean well, but they don't necessarily know how to coach somebody around their own trauma. They might give advice on the surface, like, well, I think you should do this where the person really needs deeper emotional or mindset support. Like it's not the strategy. That's the issue. It's the mindset and the emotional state. That's the issue. So that's the, that's like the second thing that I would see. Um, For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, unhealed trauma that they don't really realize that they haven't fully taken care of yet or acknowledged. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. And learning and learning how to recognize that in their clients, because a lot of clients, you know, I, I see coaches complain about their clients, like my client's not showing up and doing the work. Well, a lot of times, sometimes that can be because the work is triggering them in some way that they're not even really aware of. It could be mm-hmm. that they feel ashamed when they're around you or when they're being coached by you and that's unconsciously triggering some kind of trauma and now they're starting to procrastinate. So, you know, more coaches having deeper awareness there. There are a lot of people, I mean, in the coaching industry is jaded because there's so many people that are like, oh, I'm a coach. I'm just going to hang my shingle. I went through this now that qualifies me to be a coach. I had somebody reach out to me a couple of years ago. I just got out of a narcissistic relationship and now I want to coach other women. And I'm like, no, go get training first. Like you can't, like your experience alone isn't enough for you to help somebody out of their stuff. Like you need to have mm-hmm. proper training. So that's what I, like I see. Yeah. Confidence. Mm-hmm. And then the lack of, lack of training. Confidence and lack of training. So what would you say is your biggest desire and focus for 2023 within the podcast, within the business, anything in particular? I would like to grow my podcast um, substantially. I don't, I should, like I'm on a podcast show. Like I should know what that is. I don't know what that looks like yet. I want to grow substantially. I want to have a worldwide reach. I would like to be Mm -hmm. ranked higher, obviously, than what I am now. I would like to write a book. Um, That's exciting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So um, you'd like to be ranked higher. You'd like to obviously make some money from the podcast. You'd also like to um, more downloads, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to be changing more, more lives through the podcast, yeah, reaching more people, world, mm-hmm. reaching more people. Absolutely. Yeah. Love it. Well, you're definitely not alone. Um, this is all sounding great. Now, when are you thinking about possibly starting the book? Um, I'm thinking quarter two of 2023. Uh, I have a referral to a book writing coach or a ghostwriter. I kind of would like to write it myself, honestly, just because I like, mm-hmm. I love writing. Um, yeah. That's exciting. That's mm-hmm. so exciting. So it would be your first book. Yeah, it would be my first I love book. It. And I, I think like that is incredible, like especially with the business that you do, you know, and the trauma that you feel from and you're helping others do the same. Uh, um, great thing to have a book and like, who knows, you could turn into an audio book. Mm-hmm. Super exciting. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So based on where you are today in the business, if you were to double and tr- double your profit and revenue in one year what would be some new changes you would have to make what would be some challenges that you you might have to face tell me a little bit what you think on that so I would definitely need to shift my mindset um I was just having this conversation with somebody yesterday or this weekend I would need to shift my because I still think I have a belief like if I make more I'm gonna have to work a lot more and that's not necessarily true. So I would first need to shift my mindset and what I believe is possible for me and believe that I can deliver quality work because I don't want my work to suffer if I'm working with more people. Like I want, I still want people to have amazing results. And there's a belief in me that like, if I have more clients, that's going to the quality of my work is going to go down a little bit. And I don't want that. So um, I need to first shift my mindset. Uh, And then I also need to shift, you know, hiring people. I just hired, um, I made my first hire recently, a virtual assistant. And I would need to hire another mindset coach for my clients. If the larger my group gets, they need more coaches there to give them the attention that they need and the support they need on calls. I would need to enroll enrollment coaches or hire enrollment coaches to take my sales calls for me. So I would need to learn how to manage a team, which I can manage my clients and I feel like I can manage myself, but like managing other people and then, you know, financially being responsible for their livelihood and how they're paying their bills is like something that I need I would need to expand my container more to fit that. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 And you mentioned like, and I've heard this before from other people in my interviews about, you know, taking more clients, but having, but having less quality time with each and like your work quality goes down. So it's totally like you even said yourself, it's totally a a belief that you kind of have to overcome. Um, and you said to yourself, but it it is something we all feel right at one point or another. It's like, Oh, but if I have too many clients, I don't think I'll do as great of a job, you know? And I don't think that's the case at all. I mean, I've heard it with so many people that we've worked with as well, but it's more just like, have, have you ever thought about doing group coaching and stuff like that? And then they have each other's support as well. And there's so many ways to go about it, but, um, definitely not alone there. 
I've heard that one so many times and it's totally in the mind, right? You just got to shift the mindset, um, but not alone, not alone. Yeah. So this is great. I'm super excited for you. Like talking about the book next year, talking about really, you know, get that podcast going. It's really exciting for you. And the fact that you're working with people that are going through the similar traumas that possibly you've gone through yourself yeah, um, and changing, changing the world. So I love it. Uh, or trying your best to help those in need. I love, love, love what you're doing. I feel like we need more people out there like you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Bethany, um, if anyone's looking to connect with you and your services, what would be the yeah. best way to go ahead and reach out to you? So they could go to my website, bethanydotson.com. And they can check out my masterclass, Break the Cycle. So that class is free. It's like right there on my homepage. And that covers the five, the five shifts, the five steps that my clients use to heal more or less a lifelong pattern of codependency and trauma that has derailed their intimate relationships and how to break through to more inner peace, confidence, and healthy relationships. So it gives them like a high level overview of that. Yeah. I love it. Group, this is your girl. If you're trying to get over these traumas, if you're trying to, you know, make that shift in your life, Bethany Dodson, go to her website and check out Break the Cycle. And if you listened and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on, just like Bethany Dotson did today, please go to top100interview.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bethany. It was an absolute pleasure having you on today. Thank you so much. Catch you on the next one, guys. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.